Shalom. We are so glad you're joining us on this episode of Our Hope. We created this podcast as a resource for followers of Yeshua, where they can learn more about Israel, the Bible, and the Jewish community. Together, we discuss Messianic apologetics, dive into scripture, and hear stories from Jewish believers in Jesus. If you've enjoyed our podcast series, please consider supporting us at ourhopepodcast.com support. You could also help us by sharing this podcast on social media, talking about it with your friends and family, or by writing a review on Apple Podcasts. We are so grateful for you, and we hope this episode of Our Hope is both enlightening and encouraging. Welcome to Our Hope, a production of Chosen People Ministries. Here is your host, Dr. Mitch Glazer. Shalom, this is Mitch Glazer, president of Chosen People Ministries, sitting here with Brittany Birchie. And Brittany is in her early 20s, college graduate. Mm -hmm. And uh, welcome, Brittany. Thank you for having me, Mitch. You're welcome. So we're trying to get an idea of what younger, evangelical, even non-Jewish, particularly uh, folks think about Israel and uh, about their experiences in Israel. So just real quickly, what, what kind of home did you grow up in? Where did you grow up? And just give me a thumbnail sketch. Sure. So I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago, um, West Chicago specifically, and I grew up in a believing home. Um, my grandparents on my dad's side were kind of the spiritual leaders of the family. They came to faith after they had all of their kids, and then now all of their kids are believers, and all of their kids are believers. Mm, so I grew great. up in a big believing family, came to faith about um, 13, and um, have been walking with the Lord ever since, and I'm really thankful for that. I grew up in a great family. Now, growing up in a family like that, mm -hmm. was there a uh, much talk about Israel, the Jewish people? You know what? Yes. Um, my grandparents love the Jewish people. They've been supporting chosen people for a long time. And they were the ones who um, got me into Jewish ministry, really. So so they encouraged that. Yes, definitely. So what, when was your first trip to Israel? My first trip to Israel was um, in January 2017. I went with a group called Passages, which takes co uh, Christian college students to Israel mm -hmm. for like a 10-day tour. It's structured a lot like Birthright, but it's not. Um, and the purpose of the trip is to both educate believers on the Jewish roots of their faith, but also to educate them on the modern political situation of Israel and its neighbors. And so I went as a participant in January 2017 and then went back with them in a couple leadership roles. Okay. And mm -hmm. how many uh, kids, kids, forgive me, how, <laughs> how many young people were with passages when you went? Um, my bus had 40 and then there were multiple buses on the ground. So there were a lot of students, hundreds of students there while I was there. So I'm interested. Did uh, You grew up in a home that appreciated Israel and the Jewish people, mm -hmm. went to a school that was inclined that way. Mm -hmm. What was the general tenor of the students' attitudes towards Israel and the Jewish people before they went on passages? Could you tell? Yeah, I think, um, obviously, 
being believers, we have an idea of what Israel is like because we read the Bible and we have an idea of what the Jewish people are like because we read the Bible. I remember when we landed in Tel Aviv, it was nighttime, so everything was dark. But even as we were driving to our hotel, I heard so many people saying, I thought it was going to be all desert, but this is like a real city. (laughs) (laughs) And, And so there, I think a lot of people just come in with misconceptions about a lot of things, Mm. either because they're just misinformed or uninformed or haven't taken the time to study or read by themselves. Um, It really depends on what school students are coming from. A lot, uh, my second trip, I had students from Princeton. Uh So they were coming from a very left-wing liberal perspective when it came to the political side. Um, With Moody and a lot of Christian schools, I think it, students care more about the biblical aspect um, and have no idea what they think about the political aspect. Um, Whereas I think secular universities are often the opposite, um, have ideas about the political situation, but the Bible stuff, they're like, oh, I'm here to learn. Would you say that they came in with negative attitudes towards Palestinians? I wouldn't say that. I think that there's always a a sympathy and an empathy for the suffering of the Palestinian people. I think what matters is who you blame for that suffering. Right. So different students had different opinions on that aspect. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And did uh, passages keep, a, I would say, an equal uh, focus on both the Palestinian side and the Israeli Jewish side, or was, was it different? So passages has their own position on the conflict, which is certainly more pro-Israel, but they do their best not to push that. Hmm. They want students to be able to make a decision for themselves. So we, another part of um, what goes on on passages is that we have lectures and they bring in speakers from all backgrounds, Palestinian, um, or there's an Orthodox woman that comes and speak, speaks, um, and they, they try to bring every perspective possible, um, so that students can make their own decisions. And, um, it actually just this summer, they started taking groups to Bethlehem before they couldn't do that, um, because of safety reasons, but now they have, I don't know, gotten the clearance to do it. Yeah. Worked it out and have a bulletproof us. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But they, they are again, even in that trying to maintain a balanced perspective because, you know, the couple speakers they have, well, one of them in particular from the Palestinian side is very, you have to take what he says with a grain of salt. Right. Um, but it's good to hear even still sure. to hear their perspective on the conflict and, you know, why they are where they are. Um, so passages really, that's what I appreciate about them a lot is that they're trying to be balanced. They're not trying to push any certain agenda, even though they do have their own position. And sure. I, I even had last summer, a student ask me, um, is passages anti-Israel because we had a Palestinian come and speak. And I guess she just wasn't aware that passages tries to remain, you know, pretty neutral. And I was like, no, no, (laughs) I had to explain to her what was really going on. But yeah, um, it's good. (laughs) Now tell me uh, the the trip that you're on Mm -hmm. this summer. Yeah. uh, What, what kind of trip is that? Yeah. So this trip is a small team, um, about 10 of us, we are here to do some touring, but mostly we're here to do volunteer work and ministry. Hmm. So it's a good mix. So it's not a lot of lectures like passages, but Mm-mm. but more experience and more ministry oriented. Yes. And so on. And yes. Good, so do you feel when you 
take all that together that mm-hmm. you've had a good balanced experience in Israel? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I was actually really looking forward to this trip because Passages isn't ministry based in the sure. way that we would think. Right. Um, I was really excited to get to do some ministry here in Israel. So now let's take you back, understanding your background mm-hmm. now, let's go back two years and then let's talk about now. Mm-hmm. Tell me how um, your perspective mm-hmm. on Israel, the Jewish people, and even the conflict with Palestinians. Could could you tell me how you have been impacted, changed, shaped, changed Mm. your mind, Mm -hmm. been more confirmed in what you think? When I came to Israel in January 2017, I had just finished my first semester at Moody. And so I had just started my Jewish studies program. Mm -hmm. And I already knew that I loved the Jewish people. I loved, I supported the state of Israel. Um, And so I I went in with that perspective. Um, But I would say that my first trip to Israel, I I loved it in a lot of ways, but in a lot of ways I didn't like it. Mm. (laughs) Um, I I would say in the ways I didn't like it, um, it was basically like coming to Jerusalem and seeing Muslims and Jewish people and and Christians, specifically Orthodox and Catholic Christians, Mm -hmm. um, all worshiping in the same place yet. I felt so much spiritual darkness here hmm. and I, that really took a toll on me because wow. I, I think I, I went into going into Jerusalem in particular, um, thinking it was going to be this amazing spiritual experience where I was going to be fed spiritually hmm. and just totally blessed by everything going on there. And then I went into all the Christian sites and they were run by the Catholic church or the Orthodox church. Um, or I saw Jewish people praying at the Western wall, but not praying to Yeshua, um, generally speaking. And just that, I felt so heavy. Um, like I had this burden on me of, you know, so much worship is going on here, but it's not true worship because it's not worship going to, you know, Yeshua in most cases. And, um, and also when I was here, um, we had gone to the Dead Sea for the day and our tour guide gets on the microphone in our bus and says, so you guys need to all contact your parents because there was just a terrorist attack in Jerusalem. And what happened was there were some, there was a big group of IDF soldiers Hmm. at I think Mount Scopus where there's an overlook and um, a, Palest- a Palestinian man from East Jerusalem got into a truck and rammed down four soldiers and they were killed. And as much as that trip was, you know, to get a balanced perspective and understand both sides, it's really hard to understand both sides when that's the kind of thing that happens here regularly. And I, I think for me personally, that was a growing experience of, okay, yes, this happened and it's tragic, but I, as a believer, I'm still called to love the Palestinian people. And it's not every Palestinian who gets in a truck and rams people down. Right. So I think the Lord, even since that trip has been working on my heart to definitely, um, feel more, more sympathy and empathy for the situation of the Palestinians. And I think what helped me even on that trip do that was when we went to, um, not Gaza, but the border and we were standing at an overlook and our tour guide was talking about how, um, Hamas uses hospitals and civilian homes Mm. and kindergartens to conduct their terrorist activities in. And when, for example, 
you know, uh, the IDF has to deal with a terrorist issue, the IDF warns the people, like, don't be in this building at this time because we're going to be bombing it or whatever they do to destroy the building. Um, Hamas keeps civilians in those buildings so that there will be a death toll and that Israel gets blamed for it. And I remember that day we had also gone to a kibbutz um, right near the, the border as well and learned, you know, saw their shelters and saw shrapnel from rockets and mm. learned about their experience. But I remember feeling equally as sad for those for those Israelis as I did for the Palestinians who are trapped in this place where they, you know, they are also victims. Right. Even though that terrorist attack happened, I also learned about the plight of Palestinians. I mean, they're also used as um, collateral in these situations. So. They're t- terrorized as well. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give evangelical Christian young people mm. who maybe have never even been to Israel as they try and work their way through the uh, Palestinian-Israeli crisis as they face BDS Mm. uh, events on their campus, or they face these kinds of issues? I would say programs like Passages are great in even just starting to understand. Um, I think a lot of times people think they know what's Mm. happening here, but if you've never been here, you really don't actually know. Mm. You need to come, you need to visit, um, you need to learn both sides, visit Jerusalem, visit Bethlehem, do what you need to do to get a variety of perspectives Sure. and make an informed decision on those things. But I would also say in conjunction with that, read scripture mm. and trust that when God says, Abraham, I'm giving this land to your descendants, he means it. Right. And it's still true. Um, I think one of the biggest problems in evangelicals and how they understand the conflict is that they forget that scripture has a lot to say about it. Right. Um, I think there's a, a fair and true and right desire to, you know, I I hear all the time, well, what about the Palestinian Christians? There are brothers and sisters. What about them? And yes, um, they are also suffering, especially those in Bethlehem, because they're caught in the middle of some really terrible things. But um, the Bible has something to say about this, and we need to think biblically about this situation. And I think that's what's missing from a lot of evangelical perspectives is uh, they let politics inform what scripture says, and we need to be letting scripture inform what the political situation is. 